The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. As usual, I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, a special episode for you today, I will give my Top 5 Greatest Players in the History of AC Milan. Now, as some of you know, I announced back in January, early January last month, technically not long ago, that this year would be a good year for Inter the United FC. 2021 was a great year. 2022 is slated to be an even better year. But you know what? I'm going to do something very unique. I'm going to start a phase in the show Top 5 in certain categories, for example, top 5 English players of all time, top 5 Liverpool players, Manchester United, Real Madrid, Barcelona, it's going to go for many clubs, it's going to go in international duty too, like best German players, best English players as I mentioned, best American, best French, best Spanish, it go that way too, but I'm going to take it up a notch big time is that, I can even go deeper as top 5 midfielders of all time, top 5 defenders, it's even better, top 5 German midfielders, top 5 English defenders. Ladies and gentlemen, the opportunities keep going. There, this is the opportunity for me to try something new because I've not seen shows do this before. So I'm going to do it. And I want to thank everybody for actually motivating me with all the loyal listeners out there who have helped grow the show. You motivated me to take this direction. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so very much. So today... The top five players of AC Milan. Now, I must stress to you folks that this took some planning. This took a lot of research because my top five players, the ones I pick specifically, it's not going to be in a particular order. This guy's number one, this guy's number two. It might seem this way, but these guys are my top five. And some players are going to be snubbed out, unfortunately, and a lot of people probably won't be happy. But look, I got to be honest. It was difficult to pick on these players because AC Milan has more than its fair share of great players. I mean... It's unbelievable. Now, before I uh, like to get into that, you know, AC Milan, you know, has its recent much success. You know, I I always like to remind everybody the goat of Italian soccer in the category of managing, Mr. Carlo Ancelotti, formerly managed AC Milan and won several Champions League titles. I mean, he pulled you know pulled off the upset against Juventus back in two thousand three. You know, I I remember watching that match. You know, you know, you know, when it comes to Italian soccer, you know. 
you know, Juventus obviously is, you know, it's talked about the most. You know, of course, there's Inter Milan as well. And, you know, AC Milan's one of those clubs out there that really sticks. And, you know, you, you can't talk Italian soccer without ever talking AC Milan. I mean, Juventus, Inter Milan, they're all up there. But AC Milan needs to be talked about as well, along with Napoli and Roma, Lazio. I mean, Italian soccer is brilliant, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so here we go. The top five AC Milan players that I have picked. Well, the first one is really... That one was, was a, no, a no-brainer. Ladies and gentlemen, that would be Paolo Maldini. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Now, this guy just absolutely amazing. I mean, Paolo Maldini is not just regarded as, quite honestly, you know, arguably the greatest Italian defender of all time, but in my honest opinion... Paolo Maldini is regarded as one of the greatest defenders in history. In his prime, there had never been a defender quite as unique and as amazing as Paolo Maldini. And I said to myself, you know, this guy is so unique. Never again will there be a Paolo Maldini. I mean, Paolo Maldini was in a league of his own. With that tremendous, unique, never-before-seen talent, Maldini was incredible. 25 freaking years with AC Milan. 25. Winning a total of 5 Champions League trophies. And correct me if I'm wrong, but he holds the record for most appearances for AC Milan with, I believe, 902 games. Now, if I'm wrong about that, just let me know, but I know that it's got to be... It's, I know it's over 900, but I researched it. I looked it up. I saw 902. <coughs> Excuse me. That's Paolo Maldini. And I'm going to go over a little bit. I mentioned 25 years with Milan, the five Champions League titles, 902 games. Look at, I mean, he held the record for most appearances in Serie, in Serie A with 647, but that actually ended in 2020 when Gianluigi Buffon took over. As a matter of fact, I believe that Paolo Maldini is currently actually a te- the technical director for AC Milan, if I'm correct. I haven't really heard much about his name recently. Uh, okay, yeah, it, it is confirmed, yeah. So he is the, the technical director of AC Milan, and quite frankly, you know, it, it, it's only fitting for him to be working, you know, in, in, a, in a front office, you know, with AC Milan, you know. It, it's never going to change. I mean, you know, he's spent 25 years there, did everything there, so it's, it's good. He's definitely in a place where it's best for him. But, you know, in a career that went from, I mean, I'm telling you, 1984 to 2009, I mean, that's just incredible. You know, played with Italy, the Italian national team, from 1988 to 2002. I mean, that's incredible. You know, I don't want to take too long, but I'm trying to go through like, you know, some of the achievements from Paolo Maldini, especially with uh, his uh, career with AC Milan, you know, you know, winning all these Serie A titles, you know, in, you know, and then winning uh, the year, you know, the Champions League title five times, you know, won it. I mean, I know I saw him win it in two thousand three, and then he won it again in two thousand seven. You know, won the FIFA Club World Cup in two thousand seven. You know, in international duty, he was the runner up in nineteen ninety four with Italy when they lost to Brazil, and you know, three years prior, they were third. He was part of the third place team that the Italian third, that won third place in nineteen ninety. He was also the runner-up in the 2000 uh, European Championship as well. So, you know, looking at the individuals, you know, Paolo Maldini, third place in Banodol twice. 
man, everything's just. He was the, you, the Champions League ma- ma- final match of the year in 2003. Just unbelievable. So, so that's number one. My number one top player is Paolo Maldini. So now we get on to number two. Now this is where things got really difficult. So my number two would be Marco Van Basten. You know, Marco Van Basten is, is heavily regarded as the greatest striker in the history of AC Milan. And furthermore, he's you know seriously regarded as the greatest striker in the history of Serie A. You know, Marco Van Basten, you know, his accomplishments certainly can't be ignored. I mean, talk about what, what I just did, but, you know, here, here's what I, I really have to mention out of top of everything. Marco Van Basten, a three-time, a three-time Ballon d'Or award winner in his career. That, ladies and gentlemen, you do not just get that handed to you. It takes a lot of hard work, a lot of commitment, dedication, sacrifice to win three Ballon d'Ors. Unbelievable. Uh, and I gotta say, you know, if I ever do an episode on top five Dutch players, Marco Van Basten is definitely in the top five. It would be a serious mistake that I, if I did not include him in that. Oh, Marco Van Basten played play with AC Milan from 1987 to 1995. Played for the Dutch national team from 1983 to 1992. 91 goals for AC Milan, ladies and gentlemen. 91 goals. Now, as far as far as I'm concerned, that uh, that's the guy, that's guy, I would I would assume that's the 91 goals that's in Serie A play, because according to this source right here, and he had 125 goals in 198 matches for Milan, but that also that also would include all the other competitions as well. Looking at that right here, you know, looking at these just these honors, it's man, uh, you know, of course, before he went to AC Milan, he played at Ajax. You know, again, you know, three-time Ballon d'Or uh, winner, won it, tw- won it twice, won it consecutively, won it the first one in 88, 89, and then won his third one in 1992. You know, a three-time UEFA Best Player of the Year award winner, 89, 90, and 92. The European Cup top scorer in 88, uh, in the year of 1988-89 season. A two-time Serie A Golden Boot. Man. Unbelievable. You know, uh, not to mention, you know, in international duty, Marco Van Basten won the European Championship in 1988. And uh, not surprisingly, Marco Van Basten was actually the top scorer of, the, of that tournament. When the Netherlands went on to beat the Soviet Union. Oh, boy. So I'm looking at the, at the stats of Marco Van Basten. You know, right here, looking at right here, so... Yeah, in the league right here... Man, look at that. Yep. So his total in the total in uh, Juventus, yep, two hundred and five games total. So I think it's got things got a little bit mixed up. So I'm trying to, well, to the bottom of it, but well, look at the league right here. Well, there's really no need to go for it because you know everybody knows Mark and Mark, uh, Mark, uh, Marco Van Basten. Excuse me, that you know. The career just can't be ignored, and you know, you, you think of Marco Van Basten, you know, you think of the, the three Ballon d'Ors, and you know, you really think of his style of play. You know, like I said, you know, have, heavily considered to be the greatest striker in AC Milan's history, and 
seriously considered as the greatest, you know, striker in the history of Serie A. It's it's incredible. So, you know, it's as far as I'm concerned, you know, he did have a, a, a little, you know, sometimes you know had a little bit of uh, injury problems, but you know, we all know that you know he spent the entire 1993-94 season, you know, recouping from an injury. So. <laughs> But, you know, he actually had hopes of playing for the Netherlands in the 1994 World Cup. But from what I understand, AC Milan ordered him not to take part of it because they feared that his his rehabilitation would be ruined. So, but uh, unfortunately, you know, how Marco Van Basten's career ended, you know, how he, re- when he, re- when he uh, re- retired, you know, on, on August 17th, 1995, you know, two years he spent on the sideline. It's, it's really, it's really sad. Man, you know two, he spends two years recuperating, and he can. It, it, it's sad, but at the same time, you know, let's not forget. You know, he, he had accomplished everything there is to accomplish. I mean, winning the three bottle dolls, but he still felt that he could have given more. But you know, Marcus Baston gave. Excuse me, Marco Van Basten gave everything to AC Milan, and I think you know. Remember in nineteen in the November 90, 1992, he actually became the very first player to score four goals in a Champions League match, and I, th- I believe that's the famous game where he had that perfect bicycle kick. You know, a lot, of, a lot of Dutch, you know, people that I've spoken to always, you know, talk about that. So of course I had to bring it up over here. So, and I think yeah, at one point AC Milan, you know, had an unbeaten run of 58 consecutive games. You know, I believe that was like in 1992, 1993. So, I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm telling you, you know, that ankle injury. Which I, I don't I couldn't exactly find out when it when it uh, when it uh, basically took place, but you know I'm t- I'm just telling you you know you know it, it, that ankle just you know uh, it says here that he had to undergo several surgeries. I mean it's uh, it's brutal. I mean several several surgeries. It's going to be brutally difficult to recover. But you know if you recover, you know you you're not the same. So it's you know it it really would have uh, affected him. But but last thing I want to say you know. Also, he was also FIFA Player of the Year in 1992, and oh boy, but everything right there is completely amazing. But, you know, all right. So that's number two. So, number, so now we've been through two. We went Paolo Maldini, Marco Van Basten, and now we're gonna go with the, the with my third pick, Andrei Shevchenko. Well. And this guy was a guy I really had the honor of watching every now and then, you know, because, you know, watching, you know, soccer, always being a huge fan of the game. You know, me, like, watch, loving to watch Serie A to, you know, the Premier League to really, you know, to the La Liga. You know, I just enjoyed watching, though, the very big games. And I'm looking at right here as Andrei Shevchenko. He's actually the second highest scorer in AC Milan's history. With 175 goals, and I believe it was in eight seasons. You know, yeah, yeah, according to, yeah, and you go. And we all remember Andrei Shevchenko actually had two spells with AC Milan. The first one, which was from 1999 to 2006, and the second one was 2008 through in 2009. And he actually you know, holds the record for most uh, you know, second most goals with 175 goals. So that's total out in the in the league goals. I believe that according to this, it's 127. So, huh? Well, a- anyway, 
So look at the t total goals they have combined. So it's, it's 175 goals total. So, so that's truly what matters. So, so my the third player, you know, and, and I probably forgot to mention a couple of uh, these important things. You know, when I talk about Maldini and uh, Marco Van Basten, but, you know, Marco Van Basten is actually the seventh, is actually AC Milan's uh, seventh all-time uh, goal scorer. Yep, with 125 goals. Uh, as I mentioned, and I'm sorry, I kind of you know forgot about this. You know, and Paolo Maldini, of course, in 900. Okay, yeah. So this confirms yep, 902 appearances total. Okay, so I'm glad I actually got through that. Just want to make sure that that I was right. So, man, oh boy. All right, so now back to uh, Andrea Shevchenko. Well, uh, as I uh, mentioned, the second high. The second uh, top score of AC Milan's history, and actually won the Ballon d'Or in the Champions League, I believe, in 2004. Checking that right now, I just know that you know uh, Shevchenko. You know, looking at his career, you know, before he arrived at AC Milan, he played for Dynamo Kiev, you know, a Ukrainian club. You know, Shevchenko is a Ukrainian and went to Milan, and then actually had a three-year spell at Chelsea before he was actually loaned back to Milan. And then finished his career, you know, where it's where it started at Dynamo Kiev, you know, and um, of course, uh, in international duty, Andrei Shevchenko played for Ukraine from 1995 to 2012. Was actually part of the squad that part of the Ukrainian squad that was in the World Cup in 2006. And let's not forget that year that when Ukraine went to the quarterfinals, where they lost to eventual champions Italy. So. And in the qualifying process of the 2006 World Cup, Shevchenko scored six goals. And he actually captained, and he was the captain of the team. So, Ukraine really had a, you know, a very brilliant run. And, and when I say made it to the quarterfinals, they lost, you know, to, uh, lost to Italy. So, you know, Shevchenko, you know, a decorated career both in, in domestic play as well as international play. So, you know, looking at uh, some things right here, right here as well, you know, trying to, you know, confirming, you know, because I have all these notes right here, it's so difficult, you know, putting my notes on my computer is just such a brutal thing, because, you know, you never know if anything could happen, if they can get accidentally deleted, because all these freaking files, but anyway, so yeah, okay, so I was good for, yeah, won the Ballon d'Or in, in 2004, and yep, won the champion, won the Champions League actually in 2003 with AC Milan, they were the, run they were the runners up in 2004, 2005. They lost to Liverpool. So, yeah, Liverpool beat Milan uh, on penalties. And I remember AC Milan blowing that 3 nothing lead. So, it was brutal. So, so I'm looking at the honors right here. So, with AC Milan, you know, won the Serie A in 2003-2004. Won the Coppa Italia in the 2002-2003 season. Won the Supercoppa Italiana in 2004. Won the Champions League in 2003. Was a runner-up um, Was a runner-up in 2005. You know, with Chelsea, he was also the, the runner-up in uh, 2008 when Chelsea lost to Manchester United. You know, look at the individual uh, awards. You know, won the Ballon d'Or in 2004. You know, he's a, a six-time Ukrainian Footballer of the Year. Won the award in 97, 99, 2000, 2001, 2004, 2005. Syria Foreign Footballer of the Year in, in the year 2000. A two-time Syria top scorer. Both times that scored 24 goals. You know, 2004, I won, you know, he won the Serie A Goal of the Year award. Man. He's also a member of the AC Milan Hall of Fame. Oh, boy. 
you know, has several big order awards. You know, 2004 winning the Hero of Ukraine Award. And in 2018, won the Order of the Star of Italian Solidarity. Just absolutely incredible. You know, Andreev Shevchenko is, you know, really... I mean, I'm telling you, these, these awards right here just... You you have to work your butt off. And, you know, it, it takes just so much commitment to earn such prestigious awards. So, you know, and him being, you know, the second all-time scorer. So, you know, and I'll talk about the, the uh, AC Milan's top scorer. But, you know... Seeing like that, you know, him being, you know, have 175, it's, it's, it's absolutely incredible. So, I'm trying to see right now any uh, things that I, that I missed. And you know, of course, um, he's actually managing now. You know, from 2016 to 2021, he actually managed the Ukrainian national team. But in uh, on November of uh, last year, Andreev Shevchenko actually took a job as uh, ma- managing uh, an Italian club. I, f- I forgot which one it was. I didn't actually write this down. Earlier, so I'm gonna see if I can pick it up big time. Well, he was. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he still is okay. So he was recently actually the club of uh, Genoa. Hmm. I wasn't actually aware of that. I hadn't heard about that, but I wonder. Ah, oh, well, he was. Fi- he was actually fired li- uh, last month, not long ago, on the 15th of last month. Shevchenko was actually fired after only two months because he, he after he won just one game and lost seven in in a two month span. Oh boy. Oh boy, yeah. I mean, it's un- it's unfortunate, but you know, I'm sure there's definitely going to be some uh, opportunities for him in the in, in the near future. So, I'm telling you, I mean, you know, if face if you know if he can get a job working in the club AC Milan, whether it's you know eventually manager or if anything, you know, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, hey, you know, he's done a lot for AC Milan. He accomplished a lot there as a player, and I'm sh- I'm I'm pretty confident that he can accomplish a lot, you know, working with the club. So. Anyway, so that's uh, Andrei Shevchenko again. You know, the second highest score in AC Milan's history. Won the Bundesliga in 2004. Even won the Champions League with the club. You know, in 2003. So he's really all right there. Ladies and gentlemen, please allow me to take a quick break. Please do not go anywhere. I will be right back. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. 
And ladies and gentlemen, I am back. This is Into the Net FC, and I am giving you my top five AC Milan players of all time. So that's three down, two to go. I've already gone through Paolo Maldini, Marco Van Basten, Andrei Shevchenko. All three amazing players, and if there's anything I missed out on these players, I apologize. But th all these players just have so much to talk about. It would take all goddamn day to go, go through everything for all, all five of these players. But we got to move on. Alright. So the next one I want to talk to, and some people probably would argue that I should have talked about him earlier. But you know what? Like I said, in, in these top five, I don't have them in a particular order because they're all just simply amazing and they all deserve the respect. But this one, now this that would be a mistake if I didn't talk about him. I am talking about Ricardo Kaka. Or just simply commonly known as Kaka. <laughs> oh, you know, sometimes I'm like, man, it's, it's got to take a lot of guts to be able to go th to have such a name. But I'm telling you, Kaka was just, oh, man, one of the greatest attacking midfielders I've ever seen. I mean, in, in his prime with AC Milan, God, the way he, his passing skills, the way he could score goals, his dribbling, his his talent, his, oh, just absolutely unbelievable. You know, I talk about how Ma Paolo Maldini and Marco Van Basten were both players unique in their own way. Well, Kaka is another example of a player who's super unique in his own way. I'm telling you, these players are so unique in their own way that they are in a league of their own. Like, these particular players, there's never going to be one quite like them ever again. You know, according to, uh, from what I understand, you know, according to some, re according to some uh, research, he's actually one of only eight players to actually win the World Cup, the Champions League, and the Ballon d'Or. And you know, for a time, you know, you know, I believe you know he, he won the golden, I believe the golden award is the Ballon d'Or. I believe he won it actually in two thousand seven, if I'm correct. He did win the uh, World Cup in two thousand two with Brazil. And, you know, his career with Brazil went from 2002 to 2016. With uh, Brazil, he's got 92 appearances and 29 goals. You know, looking at, you know, through the honors right here, you know, of his list. You know, play, you know, actually, I believe he had two spells in Milan, unless I'm getting that confused. Nope, I'm right. He had two spells with Milan. You know, started at, at Sao Paulo. You know, went to AC Milan in 2003. Went to the, then went to Real Madrid in 2004. Uh, 2013 before returning to AC Milan and then finishing out in uh, Orlando, finishing with a club in uh, Orlando City. Man, I believe he was actually loaned to, to he was actually loaned to his home to, to his first club by Orlando and then like that. But you know, man, you know, when he arrived in uh, Milan, it was a fee of like 8.5 billion uh, euros. <laughs> so I mean. Incredible, you know, and watching him at Real Madrid, you know, was amazing as well. And you know, I'm telling you, Kaka, we went to uh, when he went to uh, excuse me, Real Madrid. You no, know, I think if I remember correctly, you know, in in 2009 when uh, new, when the Florentino Perez became the president of Real Madrid, if I remember correct correctly, he offered to buy Kaka from Milan for uh, nearly 70 billion euros. And I think it was actually confirmed just uh, not too long, uh, not too long after, 
I'm not exactly sure exactly when he arrived. I, I believe it was it was it was confirmed uh, just a few days later, less than a week later, that it was confirmed that that he was actually that the move that the move was confirmed. But if I remember correct, it wasn't actually the same exact amount that was offered. It was for a little bit less. Uh, but I'm not entirely sure. I actually got my notes right here. I'm actually digging up as as we speak. Ah, yes. Okay. So according to my notes, yeah. So so the move was so the, so the deal was that he moved to. Uh, Real Madrid. It was on a on a six year contract, and the the move was like was for sixty seven uh, million euros. So, man, I forget in August two thousand ten when Kaká had that surgery on his left knee, and man, that was pretty freaking brutal. But anyway, you know everything. You know the accomplishments of Kaká. It's just absolutely incredible. You know. You know, looking at the uh, going back to right here to my list, you know, on my computer, you know, yep, confirming yep, Ballon d'Or winner in 2007 was the FIFA World Player of the Year that same year as well. Man, you know, the Champions League top top assist provider in 2004-2005 season as well as 2011 and 2012. Man, World Soccer Player of the Year in 2007. I mean, 2007 was his year. The Serie A Footballer of the Year. He won that twice in 2004 and 2007. Oh boy! The FIFA World Cup top assist provider in 2010. I mean, I mean, I'm telling you, these the, the passing and the dribbling skills. I mean, it's no wonder that Kaká is is considered to be one of the greatest assist providers in history. I mean, he really was a team player. You know, made some passes. You know, trusted his teammates. Oh boy! You know, he's a, in, in, with his native Brazil. You know, won the World Cup in 2002, and then was a two-time Confederations Cup winner in 2005 and 2009. Won the La Liga in 2011 and 2012. Won the Copa del Rey in 2011. Won the Champions League in 2006-2007. Well, 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 won it the 2006-2007 season. Excuse me. Won the Serie A again in 2004. And then, man, just incredible. But, you know, looking at the AC Milan records, you know, Kaká is actually AC Milan's uh, ninth highest top scorer. 104 goals total. Man. You know... And I should mention, you know, AC Milan with these Ballon d'Or award winners. I mean, so far, you know, these guys that I've spoke about, you know, they've won it. You know, Marco Van Basten, Andrei Shevchenko, and Kaká. You know, it's a shame, you know, Mr. Maldini didn't win a Ballon d'Or. But you know what? Well, he was, yeah, because he was he was third place uh, twice. But in my heart, Paolo Maldini is is a Ballon d'Or award winner. In my in my heart, in my honest opinion, he is. So. Yeah, you know because you know he's just one of the best players I've ever seen. You know, one of the best midfielders ever. I mean, I, I'm still biased when I say Zinedine Zidane is not only the best midfielder, but Zidane's the greatest player of all time. And also, you know, Kaká is also a member of the AC Milan Hall of Fame in 2010. So, man. All right. So that's Kaká. So now we get to the final one. Now this is a player that I never really, that I never watched, but I've seen the highlights. You know, there's actually highlights of him on YouTube. But I'm talking about Gunnar Nordal. Oh boy, oh boy, Gunnar old uh, Gunnar Nordal. You know, played with AC Milan from 1949 to 1956. The AC Milan's top scorer. 221 goals total. You know, and most goals in all competitions too, and the mo- most most league goals as well. 
most goals in a season, too, with 38. And that was in the 1915-51 season. So, of course, you know, he holds these records. I got to talk about him. And I know, and I know that there's, there's some big names that I snubbed, you know. And, and I'll definitely talk about them when I'm done. But I'll, I'll talk about them. But I guess, you know, some people are really upset. Or uh, maybe some people are really going to depict me as an idiot because I didn't mention them. But, but man... All right, so you know, you know, Gordon Dahl, you know, again, you know, the five five times Serie A top scorer and holds the record for most goals in a single season, as I mentioned, with thirty eight. You know, you know, and seeing the highlights, you know, seeing how much different the game and the environment was back then. It's, you know, really had a he's really highly regarded as a highly prolific and powerful strike striker. You know, and his spell at AC Milan is very. Uh, well documented, you know. Played it, played with Ro- Roma after that, but you know, seeing that you know, like everything, like his accomplishments right here, you know, in international duty, he he did actually play for the Swedish national team, and in 1948, Gunnar Nordahl actually helped Sweden win the Olympic football tournament, and he was actually the top scorer of that tournament. So, hmm. Well, he was not part of the uh, Swedish uh, team that played in the 1950 FIFA World Cup. Oh boy, but he has thirty. But he has thirty-three. He has thirty-three matches under his belt with the national team. He has a total of forty-three goals. So he still did them a bit of a service. But man, you know. But his spell, you know, AC Milan spell, just incredible. And right here, look at that. <clears throat> you know, he's also a member of the AC Milan Hall of Fame. Like I mentioned. Top, you know, top uh, five-time Serie A top scorer, you know, an Olympic gold medalist in 1948. Boy, oh boy. You know, oh, well, check this out. The most hat tricks scored in Serie A with 17, all of which were with AC Milan. Well, that's no surprise. Most consecutive I- I- Italian Serie A top scorer titles. You know that that's shared actually with Michel Platini too. I mean, wow. Huh. Oh boy. No, I'm seeing you know, trying to see you know if I if I got it right you know we man scored two hundred man the man scored two hundred twenty five goals in two hundred ninety one matches I mean <laughs> that's incredible but anyway and seeing you know trying to see like you know right here you know as I mentioned you know, most goals in a season you know with you know thirty eight which was in nineteen fifty and fifty one season man. You know, Milan, you know, winning the title that year, you know, man, you know, winning the title actually, you know, they uh, by one point, you know, beating their uh, cross on rod was Inter Milan by only one point to win the title. You know, Inter Milan actually had more, actually had twenty seven wins, while AC Milan only had twenty had twenty six. So, yeah, talk about a bit of a, a bit of luck. Hmm. Okay, so yeah, so okay for Syria, well, it says yeah that he had thirty four goals, so I'm a little bit confused, man. I guess it must have been another competition, but the bottom line is, you know, Gunnar Nordahl was the top was the top scorer for that season. I mean, this one here, this source says 34, while the other one said 38. So I mean, I'm I'm confused. But anyway, the bottom line is he had over 30 and he was a top scorer. So yeah, man, I'm trying to see like you know anything else you know to see because man, so. So that's my fifth one, uh, Gunnar Nordahl. You know, I really hate to say that I really don't have much too much about him. I mean, player from you know from age you know 
from so long ago. You know, he died in 1995 at the age of 73. Died in actually Italy. So I'm guessing he he lived the rest of his life in Italy. And I'm trying to see. You know, after his uh, career ended, after his playing career ended, uh, how things went. But well, not too much show about him. Man, well. So that, that's my fifth one is uh, Gunnar Nodal, but some of the ones that I snubbed, I really, one of my top five, I'm really gonna, actually going to spend the time to talk about them, but, you know, one of them obviously would be Franco Baresi, you know, he's actually the longest uh, serving captain in the history of Milan, so, you know, Franco Baresi you know, played 20 uh, seasons with Milan, and was the captain for 15 of those season seasons, had, had over 700 appearances, has six league uh, titles, you know, under his belt. Man. Well, I'm going to take a look. I guess I should take a look, more look of, of Franco Baresi. I mean, I didn't mention him in my top five all time, but I'll definitely mention him in this episode because he deserves that bit of respect. You know, uh, it, 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 it was really tough. I mean, I really feel like maybe he should have been my, my last one. But, you know, these top five, you know, all these players, you know, definitely players, you know, that I, that I don't know about, so... You know, Franco Baresi played uh, from 77 to 97. You know, also played for his native Italy from 1982 to 1994. You know, had 81 appearances, scored only one goal, but you know he's a defender, so you know, international career. Um, see right here, he was actually part. Of, was actually part of the 19. Yep, he was actually part of the 1982 World Cup Italian squad that won the title in '82. Yep, he was 22 at the time and. But he was, hmm. Well, he was on the squad, but he didn't. But he never actually played. He apparently didn't really see any action. But still, he was on the squad, so I guess that's what matters, right? But anyway, you know, in, 19, in the nineteen eighty six World Cup, Baresi was actually not included in the squad. So, well, that, that's definitely a shame. But you know, seeing a Marco Baresi. You know, looking at, at that right here, I mean, I, I'm not sure. I, I'm really wondering, you know, why it was that I never really included him in my top five. You know, looking at the honors from AC Milan, you know, you know, won the several Serie A titles. You know, did win a couple of you know big, you know, the European uh, or slash Champions League title, won in title in '88, '89, '89-'90. So, you know, the European Cup at the time, and then won the Champions League in 1994. When uh, Milan beat Barcelona four nothing in the final, so yeah, I mean, so you know, he was also the the runner up of the Ballon d'Or in nineteen eighty nine. Was also the AC Milan Player of the Century in nineteen ninety nine as well. He's a member of the AC Milan Hall of Fame, the Italian Football Hall of Fame. Yeah. Oh yeah, had a very decent squad. I mean, he was actually once again on the on the Italian squad for 1990, 1994. So, yeah, man, I have the squads right here. You know, trying to figure out exactly. You know, I, I, I want to be sure was he actually on the squad for the 1982 World Cup? I'm actually looking at that, looking at that right now, I'm trying to find out. There we go. I'm glad I find out find these links. It's so tough. Yep, he was. Yep. Although he came in, he came into that, he he came into that uh, team. You know, he had no caps under his belt. Wow. So, man. Well, I mean, hmm. 
And Franco Baresi, really not going to doubt. He was a hell of a player, but I guess sometimes maybe I see, maybe I guess now I can actually see why I didn't actually put him in my top five. But, you know, it's it, there's no disrespect. I mean, it, like I said, you know, when, when it comes to AC Milan, you know, it, it took it took me three hours, honestly, to decide which players, you know, would make this uh, my, my top five list. But, you know, it certainly was no difficult task. But, but man, I did my research, you know, just, you know, Looking at my notes right here, man. Oh, Bracey. Hmm. Trying to see, you know, anything else I can find. I mean, twenty, you know, twenty seasons with Milan, six Serie A titles, three European titles. You know, was in total of five uh, finals as well. Won several Intercontinental titles. Won these Super Cups. You know, four Super Coppa Italianas. You know, even won the Serie B titles. As well, scored 31 goals during his time for AC Milan. You know, 21, uh, according to this, you know, many of them were on penalties, although, but he was a defender. But, you know, actually, you know, check this out. Even despite being a defender, he was actually the top scorer of the Coppa Italia, you know, in the 1989-90 season. So, and and actually, the Coppa Italia, from from according to this, is actually the title is actually the only title he failed to win. So, oh boy. You know, Baresi was not perfect, but, you know, still, regardless of the situation, Marco, uh, I must have got it wrong. I've been, if, if I've been saying Marco the whole time, I meant to say Franco Baresi. <laughs> I deeply apologize, folks. Uh, Franco Baresi was a hell of a player, and, yeah. So, so my, so my top five was Paolo Maldini, Marco Van Basten, Andrei Shevchenko, Kaka, and Gunnar Nordahl. But I'm glad I spent a little bit of time to talk about Franco Baresi, and I'm... God knows how many times I must have said Marco Baresi, <laughs> so I, I I deeply apologize for that. But yeah, I mean, so ladies and gentlemen, this is actually the very first one you know for my top five in certain categories. But rest assured, more of them will be coming soon, and believe me, these will be well researched. And uh, I certainly plan on having some guests on for the near future for these kinds of things, like especially for top five best Liverpool players, Real Madrid, Manchester City, Chelsea. I mean, Arsenal. I'm I'm gonna need a diehard fan of those clubs, you know, in order, in order to make those episodes more interesting. But once again, uh, if if I said Marco Baresi so many times, uh, I deeply apologized. Uh, you know, I really got distracted, you know, because I was actually re looking at these notes. So I kind of panicked, but uh, uh, again, I apologize. I uh, didn't mean to uh, didn't mean to botch the name because you know that's something that really makes me feel terrible for. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen. Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very, very much for joining me this evening, and I will see you all next time. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.